0: and wake up and we're off Now what, what are we doing
1: we're making a podcast
0: i think this is gonna be bad i think we're just setting ourselves up for failure after season one if this is what we've got planned
1: well this is not the official start to season two. Oh, i mean what this is is well you know what pushed us over the top to actually start recording some more
0: somebody harry's harry's nuts is that what his name was
1: You can't say, no, come on, that's offensive. It was Harvey Butthole.
0: (laughs) Harvey Butthole. Okay, no, seriously, I asked you this yesterday. I said, is that real? And you said, yeah, it's Harvey Butthole. And that still didn't answer the question.
1: Yeah, well, let's... um, Like, was it you
0: using a pseudonym?
1: No, it was not me. It was a man named Harvey Butthole (laughs) who left a review on our Apple podcast saying he was excited for season two. And I felt bad we... Ended the last season, um, what nine months ago? Said we'd be back, and we haven't yet. And poor Mr. Buttle, <laughs> you, you think he goes by that,
0: Mr. Is, Mr. Hull
1: is uh, is waiting. So what I wanted to do was just jump on a call and and catch up, see where we're at, and promise a season two coming soon. All right. Aliens, AI, and Orange Sky. Welcome Welcome to the the Week on Earth. Earth. (laughs) We do it together, remember? And then there's this theme song. Remember that?
0: Nope. It's a lifetime ago. It's
1: a good one. Bring That's you what back. happens
0: when I put you in charge of anything? It just goes a little bit slower. We can call it California time, Stoner time, you know, whatever what, time. What
1: goes slower? <laughs> this. I am season I am, two. Oh, season two. To say today, I am. I'm having coffee. Uh, ah. my kid is already at the studio door.
0: <laughs> you've, you've been in studio for ten minutes. <laughs>
1: Come on in, Quincy. <laughs>
0: Our first guest of season two.
1: Our only guest for this episode. I don't know where the batteries are. Yeah, we'll get some batteries. That looks great. This is going to be the podcast episode ever. I'm going to cut all this out. Don't worry.
0: Oh, I know. What's for
1: dinner? Uh, Ask your mother. She's making dinner. Caprese. Caprese. So we just did an intro. We heard the song. We didn't say our names. I'm Donnie Stemp. That's Chris Stemp.
0: No. supposed to say i'm donnie stemp the you have to come up with your
1: oh right yeah (laughs) i'm donnie stemp the uh the hopped up on coffee at 5 p.m one
0: i'm chris stemp the hopped up on insomnia one
1: um we're back kind of we're here we're we're here we're somewhere uh we are we're just jumping in so what we're doing this is the week on earth podcast this is we've finished a, a season if you haven't heard it and for some reason you're just listening to this one Go back and listen to season one
0: so that you're not sadly disappointed
1: because season one is really good.
0: It is good. We should have been famous off of that. I'm really I'm surprised we didn't just hit it big off that one season.
1: Okay, well, fame is not the goal here.
0: Oh, right. Right. I said the quiet thing out loud.
1: But what we should have is uh, we should have got a little more attention for the planet and the plight of this climate change issue, which is still is the the biggest issue on the planet is people are talking about it, but it, it's not getting better yet. Sure. Isn't so we have no choice, but to come back for season two and uh, continue to try to make the case for an informative and entertaining podcast, something that people will listen to while making their caprese and also, uh, spend some time thinking about the planet and what they can do and what they can pressure their governments to do.
0: Well, and we did say we would podcast until we solve climate change. So we kind of made that, you know, guarantee.
1: But for now, we're just going to catch up. This is my brother. We uh, we haven't talked in nine months. <laughs> I'll
0: tell you the best part about doing a podcast is we actually force ourselves to talk to each other. It's fun. It's good.
1: Yeah. So, Harvey, we are coming back. We will hope to have like well-produced episodes in august september yep we will be bigger and better we've got a fiscal sponsor we're a nonprofit. we're going to be coming back with stories and uh some more informal episodes you know i thought we maybe should be a little more jerry springer a little less science guy a little more jerry springer okay fair i like that you know and the other thing
0: donnie i just got to say this is The longer we went without creating a podcast, the more stories came out that I would text you or call you and say, man, it'd be really great if we had a podcast where we could talk about our planet literally burning before our eyes or imploding before our eyes.
1: Yeah. And you know what I found was that once we stopped, I stopped thinking about climate as much in the meantime, which is okay. You're allowed to do that. Uh, You take that breather. And we actually had a beautiful Winter in California mm-hmm. and a lot of rain, and now uh, my yard is green. There are flowers everywhere. The mountains are green. It's quite amazing, if temporary, right? And so I, I, I took that break, and as a result, my uh, my news algorithm, I think, stopped feeding me as many climate stories. Mm. You know, yep. And it's easy to ignore. But it's always in the back of my mind, and yes, once these images from New York and the East Coast came by, and somehow you are now experiencing wildfire smoke that we went through out on the West Coast a couple years ago, and I thought, uh, I got to call him, and if I'm going to call him, we might as well make a podcast out of it.
0: 39 years on this planet, never smelled wildfire smoke.
1: Never. Never. It's a strange thing. I never thought it would be there. I never thought New York City would be canceling Yankee games and Broadway shows.
0: Yeah. Almost canceled the Belmont Stakes. More importantly, perhaps most importantly, almost canceled my eight-year-old son's championship baseball game. Yeah. We had to sign, true story, we had to sign a waiver, a liability waiver that we would not sue the county or whatever the league if we played the game, the kids are eight. Think about that.
1: Who You you made a waiver that said, and it said like the air is dangerous, but you're willing to play? We're going to play anyways. Yep. Wow.
0: Yeah. The league did. Because, the you know, we, we everybody was like, oh, we want to, we don't want to. And they said, fine. We're not going to make the decisions. Parents, if you want your kids to play, sign the waiver. If you don't, don't sign the waiver. Don't show up.
1: And you said there was like acrimony among the parents like arguments about whether was smoke was bad for you. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to call people out.
0: But somebody did put in a text chain. My son has asthma. So he's going to play, but if he starts coughing, we might have to pull him out of the game. And I just couldn't understand. I mean, to be impacted by this I don't see how anybody experiences that and doesn't recognize right. the importance right. of it. I really don't. How can you be in the nation's capital or the city that never sleeps and not have climate change on your mind?
1: Yeah. And then the trick is, can, can that be sustained? I mean, if, if it's two, if it's two days of, no, of course not. of, oh my God, what is this? I can't breathe, but it goes away a week later. I think you possibly never think of it again.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, if people can forget the fact that an ex-president has now been arrested for the second time, and then they still vote for him, I literally lost all faith in humanity. So, yeah, no.
1: Yeah. Well, that brings me to the other, uh, the major theme I want to focus on this season, and it's not Donald Trump. Oh, I was
0: like, where are you going with this?
1: But it is...
0: Harvey butthole.
1: it's, It's the it's the psychological reasoning behind why we're not doing anything mm. when it's so obvious. I mean, the if there's a God or a mother nature who is truly trying to tell us something and she's spreading out the climate effects to different parts of the world so that people will become activated, that's what it feels like when these fires hit your coast and the tens of hundreds yeah. of millions of people who could be affected. If we can't translate these wake-up calls into action, what is wrong with us?
0: I mean, does that really surprise you? It doesn't. Like, I think the answer is far simpler than, than anybody need to understand. Humans are horrible at evaluating risk and dealing with it, and that is evolutionary. And uh, no matter what, it will never change. And it's that simple. Yeah,
1: but when, it's, when there's a problem in your family— When there's a child or a parent, you have to care for Mm -hmm. or Mm screen for cancer. This is something you Mm -hmm. work on every day.
0: Yeah, because you feel like you have agency over it. What am I going to do about wildfires in Canada? You know what I mean? Side note, if you are wondering what you can do about that, go back and listen to episode one about toilet paper in the boreal forest because, Donnie, we we talked about the boreal.
1: That's true, but it is the Canadian forests that are burning, and yes— they're still cutting down virgin trees to make uh, toilet paper.
0: It reminds me of that South Park episode you've never seen, but where he says, blame Canada. And I just think that's what we should do. Much easier.
1: No, that is what people are doing. That is what Fox News is doing. (laughs) That was a
0: joke. I didn't think anybody You can't blame Canadians. They're like the sweetest people on the planet. The top hat of America. Mad
1: at Canada. Uh, Okay, since we we got there, I'm going to play you this clip. From Fox News. And this, this does, I, I think there are 10, 50, 100 reasons why we're not acting. And one of them is, of course, uh, corporate spin. And one of them is Fox News. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what they said. This was their spin, their reaction to the wildfires.
2: Look, the air is ugly. It's unpleasant to breathe. And for a lot of people, they get uh, anxiety over it. But the reality is there's no health risk. Okay, there's uh, EPA research. They've done lots of clinical research on uh, asthmatics, on elderly asthmatics, on children, on elderly with heart disease. Um, Not a cough or a wheeze from any of them. We have this kind of air in India and China all the time. Um, No public health emergency. Speaking of, do you you notice like in all the Mm -hmm. coverage of, you know, Bill Ware, the tailpipes, all this stuff they never ever mention the fact at the top that china is the number one polluter in the world never yeah this is like clean air in china i mean it's really bad uh you know they in the winter they never turn on their scrubbers for the air pollution because they don't care weir has no idea what he's talking about this doesn't kill anybody this doesn't make anybody cough this is not a health event this has got nothing to do with climate first off this is wildfire smoke this is natural this is not because of climate change. It's amazing. not because of a fossil fuel, you know, uh, internal combustion engines. He just has no idea what he's talking about. Um, all day, by the way, it seemed like the media figures that we've become accustomed to seeing on television during these crises, they seemed like they were back in their element and, and kind of um, almost enjoying the moment of wearing masks. Masks again, <laughs> didn't they? They seemed to have a little pep in their step with those masks. Now, they talked about the dangers of something called particulate matter from the smoke here's cnn earlier consider wearing a mask and that is because of the particulate matter in the air this is among the tiniest most dangerous kind of pollutants and it's the kind of thing found in this wildfire smoke these are these particular these particles are so small they can get into the lungs when you breathe them in get into the bloodstream and cause all kinds of health issues Steve, we're back at the masks. <laughs> Ramin Osqui is watching from heaven, by the way. Ramin, I know you are. Go ahead. Yeah, this is crazy. This is all particulate matter. But particulate matter was not a concern until EPA invented it as one in the 1990s. And they've been riding it you know, the Obama administration, now the Biden administration. Well, what it's is total it? Is total it a total health total concern? Part, no, particulate matter is very fine soot. Um, they, well, you don't want just, to be breathing that just, in just, all well, day. just carbon particles. are innocuous. Okay, by them they're innocuous. There's nothing in them; uh, they have no effect. The EPA has all this testing on real live human beings. It shows no effect. This is total junk science.
0: Dude, I we'll stop I, there. I can't. I can't listen to that. I can't. Who? Uh. <laughs> 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 Who is that guy? Is he? Does he have any credentials? Because I, I want to Google it right now.
1: Uh, yeah, supposedly this guy. Well, what's his name? Is do we have it? Yeah, it's Steve Malloy. All right, he's a energy and environmental lawyer.
0: Ah, here we go. Okay,
1: okay, okay. This is gonna be fantastic. I mean, just the largest pile of lies, deflection, and mockery. Malloy's career has been
0: spent denying the results of science that government agencies rely on for protecting the public. His close financial and organizational ties to tobacco and oil companies have been the subject of criticism, as Malloy has consistently disputed the scientific consensus on climate change and the health risks of secondhand smoke.
1: Yeah. But regardless, uh, we're getting 14 listeners, and Laura Ingram has. 8 million? I don't know. Um, that's prime time on uh-huh. Fox News. That's their quick take that, you know, it's just carbon. Do, but, but do people
0: actually hear? I mean, even the woman said the quiet thing out loud when he was like, it's just soot. And she was like, we don't want to
1: be breathing right? that in.
0: Do we? And then he's like, it's just carbon.
1: Wait. Yeah. W- I- I- because they took something that seems so obvious that you're standing like any human standing in that smoke would not like it dude you, any human you walk outside I didn't even know so I didn't know
0: I had no idea right uh, I walked outside and I was like ah and like it just instant like lungs mm-hmm. smell burning eyes everything and I yeah and I went back inside and that's in Virginia I mean that's not New York where where it's like bright yeah. orange you know um the particulates you know they were purple. Like the color was, yeah, you yeah, know, The color scale was purple, which is you're gonna die.
1: Yeah know. how how long is there any is there any uh, smoke still or did it? No, no, it was about because it days. could come back. It's based on wind patterns. It it could come back, and yeah, really. Um, the f- you know it sucked. It
0: changed mm-hmm. everything. It changed everything. You just can't do things you can't be outside you can't walk your dog you can't play sports you can't you can't open your window yeah Yeah. no it's crazy and i know you said that before and i was always just like i don't know but to your point that's what it's like when you experience something firsthand
1: yeah you can't ignore. and yet fox news was still trying to deny your own reality to you like N95 masks. That's one of the th- things they were made for. Was particulate matter and yeah, smoke. Right. Yeah.
0: In China. Yeah. yeah. Asian yeah.
1: people have been wearing them for years.
0: That's true. That's true. Ugh.
1: So, so I'm I'm glad there's uh, there's no smoke right now. Be prepared. It could come back.
0: Yeah. It's not coming back.
1: Well, it could. Better not. Right. I hope it doesn't. I got to tell you. Can I tell you something though?
0: I was really impressed with myself because we have three really really top of the line air filters mm-hmm. and I just felt like man I'm doing my job as a dad like yep. that's that's how I felt you know what I mean yeah
1: um, so yeah and we already had the air filters and you know during those weeks they it's they're hard to find so yep you know you, yeah that once when the emergency strikes you need to be ready and again that that just basic instinct to protect your family kicks in. What would you say
0: to, you know, the one Harvey butthole that's listening, who is saying you all are fear mongering, you know, this doesn't do any good. Why do you have to talk about this? Why is it so, oh, it's so bad and masks and death. Can't we go out there and live our lives and enjoy it?
1: Right. Well, you can't live your lives because your lives are being impacted. Most people's lives are being impacted. And we don't fear monger on this show. I mean, we're pretty optimistic, even still. I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. I mean,
0: you are, actually.
1: But that's the point. When, when it comes face-to-face with you, you, we need to recognize what is happening. And no matter what position you've had in the past, just be open to bipartisan action to protect the planet. It does not have to be political. It can be about whatever things you care about. If you like fishing, you care about clean water. You don't want mercury in the fish you catch. You know, clean air. You want to know the craziest thing? Oh, my God. Craziest thing. So I am
0: going for a brief vacation with a number of friends spending way too much money on a mansion on what's called Lake Anna. It's about two hours from cool. here. And mom, of all people, sends me a news article. There are toxic algae blooms in Lake Anna. It is named one of the dirtiest lakes, whatever, on this co- And there are certain parts of the lake
1: you can't go in.
0: And I was like, this is some bull. Now I can't even go in the lake. Like, where does it end? Where does it end?
1: Yeah. If you like swimming, if you dislike brain eating amoebas, amoebas that Uh, grow in warm water. um, Yeah. These things are, are all coming. The solutions are also coming, but not fast enough. Even in the time. We've been off, oh, yeah, I won our uh, CO2. We haven't checked that, our CO2.Earth, hmm. the atmospheric CO2 level. We're at 424 parts per million for the average of May. Uh, Where way, were we? Way too high. Last year in May, we were at 418. <laughs> A year wow. before that, we were at 417. You know, hmm. 1985, we passed uh, 350. And like I think it was Al Gore says we you know this bubble we live in it's only like five miles up right. to the top yep. of the atmosphere that's yep. all the space we're filling eight billion people every day and the worst part talking about optimism uh, <laughs> CO two emissions you know we're waiting for the curve to bend on this show that's if we have if we have to stop that's when I'll stop is when the curve bends downward.
0: Okay. Which okay. should be
1: could be this year. It should be this year. It should it should okay. have been last year. It should be this year. But of course, Washington Post article a couple weeks ago, carbon dioxide levels in atmosphere surge and hit a new all-time high. Their leading paragraph, despite rising awareness about climate change and its impacts, carbon dioxide Carbon dioxide levels keep trending in the wrong direction. This year's annual increase is one of the largest on record. Mm. So, you know, I see a lot more electric cars in my neighborhood. Mom has started seeing Teslas in in your neck of the woods. Yeah, there's a lot. There's uh, good stories of, of industries uh, changing their, uh, lowering their emissions. But yet, record increases this year? What's happening? Well,
0: I wish I had an answer for you. I really don't.
1: Yeah. So that's what I want to tackle this season. I, I want um, anyone who happens to listen, please email us. Give us your thoughts. And if you'd like us to interview you, if you have climate anxiety, send us an email, weekonearth at gmail.com. If you feel like a weirdo because you bring your uh, reusable forks and spoons and Take out containers to restaurants, give us a call. Yeah, you kind of are a weirdo, but I
0: mean, more power to
1: you, you know.
0: Or, or you're from California. Those
1: are just the two things you're allowed to be. Now, even in California, we're the only people who do that that <laughs> I see. Cause you're, I know people weird, do it. <laughs> Look, these things are not simple, but they're not hard. You know, it was like with the reusable bags, people thought that was crazy. And now, at least here, everyone does it. Um, yeah. These are the simple things we can do as individuals, but of course the big things are um, are government led. And, and I mean, I think we'll solve it. I think we'll solve it. We'll solve it. We'll help. We'll, we'll, all I want to do is help hone the message, you know, the communication around climate. I don't know why it's not. I don't know why no one pays attention. I don't know why there's no good. I mean, there's a few good speakers, but. There's no one breaking through since you know Greta was five years ago. Yeah, um,
0: it, maybe it's
1: us. Well, if it's maybe not, it's us. You know, <laughs> if it's not two us, th-
0: intelligent, good-looking, um, well-spoken brethren representing opposite sides of the coast, opposite sides of the um, the beauty scale. You know, just opposite sides. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If you know of a better climate podcast, please send it to us at weekonearth at gmail.com. So yeah, I want to get into the show late summer, early fall. Uh 2024 is gonna be a show of a year. We didn't even talk about the oh, aliens in the AI. Is that have well, you been following aliens, that this week? Did you see the 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 cop
0: footage? The yeah, that that I think yeah. that's
1: real. I think that's an alien. I mean, on the body cam footage, a cop saw a green flash. Right. And then two minutes later, someone called 911 and said there were eight to ten foot creatures in their backyard. I know. I know. Uh, You know, yeah. On top of all the the government, uh, the recent government disclosures. So, you know, it's it's the year of I mean, the alien, the alien stuff is crazy. Uh, Hopefully they're coming to help us. Uh, the AI stuff is crazy that wasn't even a thing last year yeah. that we knew about um, which could also kill us or it it could really improve you know battery technology and, and carbon capture and
0: honestly I mean
1: all these technological I know what's going to happen with AI like I, I know that so I mean I can tell you if you want yeah I mean do, do you want or are we out of time <laughs> and we're out of time the Week on Earth is produced by Elise Louis with music by Amy Eileen Wood. Please email us at weekonearthgmail.com. At Until next time.